0: So we just got back from a road trip. We did. Oh no, um, I know where this is going. We should have figured, when me and you go places together, it never goes smoothly. Never. There's always some sort of issue. It's always self-inflicted issues as well. Right. User errors, as I like to call them. So we were trying to navigate Chicago, which is a busy city. As busy highway. As most people know. Right, right. Well, maybe some of our international listeners. Oh, I guess don't that's know. true. This is fair. It's a very busy highway, a lot of highways, a lot of exits, a lot of confusion for non locals and dumb people <laughs> like us. <laughs> and also if your phone is about six years old and glitches out on the GPS. Yes. So my phone was freaking out. We were supposed to get off on a different highway and it says it, we had like two miles to go. And then all of a sudden there's a fork (laughs) and we (laughs) were like, I guess we're going right. (laughs) 10 minutes later, the phone's like, you need to turn around. You're going the wrong way. And you have been for the last 10 minutes. And I was like, you could have warned us about that 10 minutes ago. They also could have told us to turn around a lot quicker than they did. Right. So anyways, we get off the highway, we're in the outskirts of Chicago, not much gas left in our tank, just kind of driving around, trying to figure it out, trying to see if the navigation will finally guide us out. We made it out. We did. We did make it out. But then we had the lovely (laughs) toll (laughs) Toll roads, roads. which Michigan does not have toll roads, so it's not something I'm super familiar with dealing with. Right. And I'll take full responsibility for this. Well- I started, got us on the roads, and then we swapped driving. While we were on them, right? We I stopped got, to, get we had gas, to get gas, and then you took over driving because right. I drove through Chicago. And you're supposed to drive probably between ten to fifteen miles per hour through a toll road so that they can take a picture of your license plate to then charge you, and you can pay online because. They aren't doing, a lot of places aren't doing cash um, for tolls because of COVID. Right. So you have to pay online or you have to have like an I-pass, which is if like you drive through them all the time. Right. You for pay a people reduced who are rate. local. Yeah. Right. Which we obviously didn't have. So, you know, I'm getting back on the highway. I'm flustered, probably going like 50 miles per hour, just blaze through this toll booth. Yeah, you were going incredibly fast. And I was like, there's a stop sign, too. It wasn't just, just that it was 10 to 15 miles per hour. It was also a stop sign. And then we get to another one, probably going 45 miles per hour through it. That one did not have a stop sign, but you were supposed to slow down, which I did not. We finally got to the point where we were just like, well, we'll just drive and they'll probably just charge us when we get off the highway, which... I still don't know if that's right. I'm waiting for a ticket in the mail with just a picture of my car and our faces. is just like... <laughs> it's probably going to happen. I really hope so. Um, but yeah, I think by the time we were driving home, maybe with two tolls left to go, is when I finally understood how it works. Yeah. It was a mess. It was a mess. To be expected, but, but still. What a, what a time, right? i mean it makes for good stories like so many of our podcast stories we've had is just us not understanding basic rules (laughs) and regulations i mean yeah that's fair that's fair so yeah that was our little road trip journey story fun stuff fun stuff Do 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 <laughs> Oh you didn't start with Oh god, alright, it's already too late. Welcome. Why don't why don't you, you bring us home <laughs> bring us home. That's the final guitar strum. Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. This is Hannah. This is Alyssa. And we are doing James Bond, as you can tell by... Well, you probably couldn't tell because it wasn't It wasn't in tone or in tune or in any way, shape, or form correct. Yeah, that is fair. We're not doing James Bond movies because I don't think I could sit through 24 James Bond movies. Never. But we are doing the theme song from the James Bond movies. Each movie has a theme song that's associated with it. And we thought we might as well. We haven't done music since Lady Gaga. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a hot so minute. We, been about a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So we figured we'll get back to our music roots and we'll rank some James Bond theme songs, most of which I have never heard until a couple days ago. Yes, there are a few of these I have heard. Um, a lot of the more recent ones, just because they're always in like the Grammys and mm-hmm. movie song nominations and things like that. And also popular artists as well. Right. But would you say that you have um you've been a connoisseur (laughs) of James Bond movies, Anna? Not necessarily James Bond movies. Um I think I've probably seen three. Right. I've seen like parts of some of the older ones. I have seen a couple of the Daniel Craig Mm -hmm. era ones. But I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan. I mean I love Austin Powers. Well yes, I think we all do. And obviously our love came from 007, the GameCube James Bond game we had. Well it had a it had an actual title. Secret was, um, Agent. No. Secret. It was not Secret Agent. Mission Impossible. No. Okay. <laughs> did you did you look it up? No, I did not. I'll take a picture of it and we'll post it. Okay, sounds good. But we had this video game where essentially you ran around the streets of towns, various towns, and got to play as the James Bond characters. Um, It's where Monkey Man Attacks (laughs) came from. It's a um, character from the lovely, wonderful children's show Hey Arnold, a, a superhero known as Monkey Man. Yes. And so we would emulate that by harpooning from building to building. Yelling monkey man attacks. Come at you from the rooftops. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say like I'm a huge James Bond fan. I think a lot of the movies tend to be the same script. Not like in in the context, but follow the same pattern. It was Nightfire. Nightfire, there we go. 007 Nightfire. There we go. Is, is what it was um, called. Because I remember our cousins had, I think, GoldenEye. Yes, on the the Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. Yes. But I think a lot of the James Bond movies tend to follow, like, this same sort of Oh, just kidding. It was Agent Under Fire. Agent Under Fire. Wait, maybe? That sounds Uh, right. The covers are misleading. I need to see gameplay. I think it's Agent Under Fire. That sounds right. That does sound right. Yeah. Um, But anyways... Getting back to the podcast. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, you know how much we love James um, Bond over here. I was just saying, you know, the movies tend to follow this sort of same pattern script. Yes. In in the way that they're very similar, just different scenes or different locations, characters, everything like that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not necessarily a huge James Bond fan, but I do enjoy video games with James Bond. Of course. And I enjoy the James Bond music yes well some of the songs now hannah you might remember but when i used to dance back in the day you know Mm -hmm. as one did as a child um i had a routine that was to james bond theme music you did it was a techno version of it was it the hershey kiss outfits no oh that was the song from delaware's prada oh okay yes yes of course this one was a um i was in a red outfit Okay. I kind of remember that. Yeah. I feel like James Bond is a very big, it's obviously it's a, a big film franchise. Cultural, cultural franchise yeah. as well. I mean, it's, so it, it started as in novels. Yes. So James Bond was a fictional character created by Ian Fleming. Um, and it was in 1953 that that was created, the character and basically he's a british secret agent working for MI6 which is kind of the equivalent of like the CIA or FBI in the US right um and his code name is 007 that's what he goes by it's definitely like a character that i mean it transcends it's been novels books video games music like it kind of transcends a lot of aspects of entertainment and mm-hmm. it's obviously I think a lot of TV shows and movies have drawn inspiration from it as well. Oh, definitely. Right. So it's, it's definitely interesting to see. I have a little bit more background. Okay. So the original James Bond theme, the one we were trying to do at the beginning and failed. Yes. Um, was composed in 1962 by Monte Norman. Okay. Um, so... In terms of, like, movies, we're doing 24 songs. There have been 24 films. Um, They've grossed nearly seven. Well, technically, there are 23 released films, and there's one that has yet to come out, but we still did the song because the song is out. That is correct. So there's a film that has yet to be released, but the song did come out, I believe, last year. I think that sounds So we included it. Um, And James Bond's been portrayed by many actors, you know, Sean Connery. Pierce Brosnan, there's Daniel Craig, numerous others. Michael Myers. (laughs) Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So, So like I said, there's been 24 films, well 23, about to be 24. They've grossed close to $7 billion, which makes it the fourth highest grossing film franchise of all time yeah do you know what it's behind well definitely marvel that's one of them Mm -hmm. um maybe harry potter yes um there's one more pew 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 guns cops um oh star wars (laughs) okay yeah there there it is there it is i was trying to think of the big ones and i'm like okay what is so it goes marvel star wars the wizarding world because it includes you know fantastic beast yeah Yeah. and then um james bond is the fourth okay so there's been several songs that have been nominated for academy awards for original song um including live and let die nobody does it better and for your eyes only Um, So one of the interesting things I found, I was doing a little, trying to find a little bit more on the theme songs themselves. Mm -hmm. And so there's a YouTube video by Reverb. It's called Anatomy of a James Bond Theme. Hmm. And they kind of bring up an interesting point that a lot of the compelling James Bond themes tend to include the three note motif at the beginning and then that end guitar strum at the end. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting because I, when I was listening, there were certain songs that I just said they sound so much like a James Bond theme. And then I realized it's because they do include those elements. Right. So you hear those and you kind of pick it up. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much all I have on the background. I was going to say something and then I forgot I got thrown off. Oh, um, one thing I just want to say is that a lot of these themes incorporate a lot of brass element Mm -hmm. um, instrumentals very much reminiscent of the incredibles as yes. i'm sure that was where inspiration came from for mm-hmm. that soundtrack was from james bond yeah that is correct so we are <clears throat> we're gonna rank all these songs because there's only 24 we figured you know might as well do them all yep um i don't remember who started last time i think you did okay so you can I, start if I think. you would like okay so for number twenty four, I have um, Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey, or ba- Bessie. I don't know. And that's um, Bassie. And she actually does three theme songs, right? Yes. Um. So this one I just didn't like. <laughs> to put it bluntly, it has the elements there, but the lyrics sucked. And the singing wasn't super great, in my opinion. <laughs> um, it's just like it just like was really slow. I guess is how I would put it. That's fair. So number twenty four, I did for your eyes only, okay. which was by Sheena Easton. Yeah, uh, which was actually one of the ones that was nominated. For an I, I Award. noticed that as well. Um, spoiler alert: it's pretty low on my list so yeah. as well. Um, my problem is that it was sounded so much like a ballad and it just, it didn't really work as a theme. I didn't really hear any of the sort of Bond elements. It didn't sound like a spy theme song whatsoever.
1: It was really boring.
0: Yeah, it was boring. Um, so for number 23, I have um, You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra. It's really slow. It's like methodical and it just it sounds like it, like, maybe this movie took place in Paris, maybe? It's got a real, like, Paris, like, French theme going on. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, That just, like, didn't work for me. Yeah, that's fair. Number 23 I did We Have All the Time in the World by Louis Armstrong. Hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't necessarily dislike the song. I just didn't understand why they would use that song as a James Bond theme that's I fair. Didn't feel like it made me think like spy movie. It was a good song, but just not in the context of a spy movie. So for number 22, I did another way to die, which was by Jack White and Alicia Keys. And I like both of these artists and I like a lot of the stuff they do, but the song just did not work for me. The elements just didn't work together. It felt very chaotic. And I just, like, there wasn't anything both on just, like, a song level, because um, I was also looking at the songs just based on song composition in general, regardless of it being a theme to a movie or not, but also just in the sense of it being a theme, it just didn't work for me. hmm That's fair. Um, Number 22 I did Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. I just said the song was boring. Like, I literally was outside sitting in the sun listening and I started my eyes starting to get really heavy <laughs> I was like this song is gonna put me to sleep so number 21 I have for your eyes only um which you had very low on your list for the same reasons it's really boring it just it's a ballad and ballads can work but this one just did not work for me either yeah Number 21 I did Moonraker, which was by Shirley Bassey. Um I didn't necessarily have an issue with the song itself. It just sounded like it belonged in a musical. Like it was very um it reminded me of that song from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Moon River. Moonraker <laughs> Moon sounds like it. Um but yeah, it just sounded like it belonged in like a musical. See, that was You Only Live Twice for me, as I was getting Breakfast at Tiffany's vibes from that one. Um, so for number 20, I have The Man with the Golden Gun by Lulu. And it's weird because I really like the background music. Like, I love the orchestration, but I, I cannot, I just like, I can't get behind her singing. It just, it just is... It, it, it irritates me. It bothered me. I just couldn't get behind it. It just didn't fit right for me. That's fair. Number 20, I did You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra. I agree with you. It just, it was very boring. There was really no context to it. So for number 19, I did From Russia With Love by John Barry. And so this one is... <laughs> interesting because I can't remember if you told me I was supposed to listen to the lyric version or not. Yeah, I realized like two hours ago that I put the wrong version. Okay. On That's our Spotify playlist. Kind of I, what I thought yeah. was happening. I put the instrumental and not the one with the vocals. Um, So yeah, that was my bad. So I didn't listen to the one <laughs> with vocals. I, I know we had talked about it and I'm like, I can't remember what she ended up picking. But really, it was just because it was instrumental. There's nothing wrong with it. Just that's just how I felt it should be. Yeah. Um, number 19, I did Die Another Day by Madonna. I think my issue with the song is that it was trying like way too hard to be that spy theme song. And I applaud the ambition on it. But I also don't think there was a lot of structure within the song. There wasn't really necessarily a chorus. I don't feel like, and it was hard. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was hard for my brain to like pick up what was going on, and I just thought it was it was trying too hard. That's fair. Um, so number eighteen, I have a view to kill by Duran Duran, um, and I think let me just play a little bit of it because I get that one and the Aha one mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, to be I fair, think? they sounded like kind of similar but one I liked significantly more than the other. Yeah, it was kind of just like, like a soft rock song, um, like an 80s movie kind of, um, hit. Like, it felt like it should have been an 80s movie instead of James Bond, and that's really, that's why it's that low. Number 18, I did All Time High, which was by Rita Coolidge. To me, this one sounded like a scene where, like, a family was reuniting in a movie. <laughs> I was like, I feel like James Bond is not anywhere near that. It just, like, because my whole thing is I wanted to kind of rank the songs since it's a James Bond list on how I felt they work as a theme song as a movie. Right. Like, I thought about doing it based on just how I felt about the song in general. But a part of me was always trying to listen, like, can I imagine this as the theme song of Mm -hmm. a James Bond movie? And I couldn't imagine that one as it. I tried, I tried to do both. Yeah, both look at the song and also it as a theme. Um, So for number 17, I did Tomorrow Never Dies by Sheryl Crow. My main problem with this song is I like Sheryl Crow as an artist, but she just doesn't work in this type of music. It just, I think they wanted to get her when she was popular because this, I think probably is one of the ones that came out like the early two thousands, um, but nineteen ninety seven. Okay, well, when she was, you know, she was pretty popular then, and I just didn't work for me. I didn't, just don't fair. think she had the voice for it. The type of song it was. That's fair. Number seventeen, I did a view to kill by Duran Duran. I agree with you. It it really doesn't fit like a a spy movie theme they tried to I feel like they tried to make a couple stylistic choices to try Mm -hmm. and make it work but it just didn't and I agree it's like more of like what you'd hear in like an 80s movie um number 16 I did Die Another Day by Madonna and I have the same kind of views as yous I think it's it is was very ambitious because it's the only one that sounds like that not a single other theme even remotely has this type of vibe and it seems like they're going for like the futuristic you know kind of spy thriller, you know, Mission Impossible Matrix, uh, you know, type feel going on. So I can respect the ambition, but it was kind of chaotic and didn't really flow super well. Yeah. Number 16, I went with The Living Daylights, which was by AHA. I don't think this, this song works. Like, it sounds so much like an AHA song, which I know sounds stupid because they're the ones singing it, but some of these artists were able to make songs that more work for a movie as opposed to like their normal repertoire songs. And I also thought the mixing, there was something weird with the sound mixing in the background where I kept getting distracted by it. Maybe that's why I didn't like it as much, but it just didn't hit my ear right. Um, so number 15, I have Goldeneye by Tina Turner. This one hurt me, internally hurt me because I love Tina Turner, as we've discussed her on the show before. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just didn't like the ballad because a lot of the James Bond themes are ballads and it got down to the point where I just had to kind of pick and choose which ballad I liked more than others. It was one of the longest songs, um, on the list, which I don't think helps for a ballad, you know, like a ballad. It's fine. It just, preference-wise, wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah. Number 15 I did Tomorrow Never Dies by Sheryl Crow. I agree with you. I I thought the first, like, five seconds, I was like, oh, I really like this. And then Sheryl Crow started to sing and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, I agree. She doesn't have the voice for the song. They didn't write a song to fit her voice. And I think that was the problem. And I don't know if it's because she's, like, a country singer and a lot more of these are, like, going for those really, like, thematic elements, mm-hmm. like, dramatic, kind of more, like you said, ballads, but it just, it didn't work, and it felt like her voice was, like, straining at times. Um, so for number 14, I did Thunderball by Tom Jones, um, and honestly, this is just, like, a fun one. I think it fit the more, um, like, action aspects of James Bond, because, you know, it's not all just, like, spy, and I don't like, because I haven't seen the movies, I can't, you know, tell you which movies are more, like, action, which ones are more, you know, um, like, the slow thematic elements, you know, that it's known for, but it was just fun. It's a fun song, but just wasn't a personal favorite, because it's about halfway through. Yeah. Um, so, 14, I did The Man with the Golden Gun by Lulu. It, it sounded like a musical. Her voice was a bit weird, and... Essentially, it was like telling me the entire plot of that movie in two minutes, and I was like, "I mean, I don't even need to watch the movie now; I know what happens." But yeah, I just something about her voice did rub me the wrong way. Um. So for number thirteen, I did "Diamonds Are Forever" by Shirley Bassey, and this one was interesting in that it kind of was like not super ballady, but it was kind of like slower um, in ways. But I liked. The thematic elements of it, and I thought she sounded better on this one than she did on Goldfinger. So, number thirteen, I did "Writings on the Wall," which was Sam Smith. I don't have an issue with the song. I actually think, I mean, Sam Smith has a really good voice. Mm -hmm. I just think that I don't get a lot of that like James Bond like elements. Minus the first, there was a little part in the beginning. I just think that it. Sounds too much like me just listening to Sam Smith's album. And I can't picture it being the theme as a James Bond movie. Okay. Number 12, I did You Know My Name by Chris Cornell, which is the theme of um, Casino Royale, which is like the the first Dana Craig movie, which I have seen. And I thought it fit pretty well. For having actually seen that movie, I thought it was like a fitting theme and it was like you know, they're trying to kickstart the next Bond because, you know, it's a new one. This is like his first movie, Daniel Craig. And I thought it was good. <laughs> That's about all I have to say. So number 12, I did License to Kill by Gladys Knight. This one hurt me <laughs> because I love Gladys Knight. But I it sounds like they took like an '80s movie, 80s movie credit theme song and mixed it with like James Bond. There was something... I wasn't crazy about it, but I love her voice, and, like, I would let her kill me if she wanted to. I don't know if she's still alive. I think she is. She might be. But... Yeah, wasn't she on Mass Singer? I think she was. Yeah. But it, it, it was too much 80s vibe for me, which, I mean, it came out in 1989, so that makes sense. Right. But at the same time, I just think it missed the mark a bit. Um. So, number 11, I had All Time High by Rita Coolidge, which I think you had lower on the list. So this feels like a very 70s song. Um, I didn't look to see if this was the one that came out in the 70s, but it just kind of had, like, good vibes, I guess is the way I would say it. Because I feel like, I know one of the James Bond was a bit more, like, fun and, like, kind of more lighthearted than some of the other ones were, and I'm wondering if that's, you know, that style. Um, But I also just, like, liked the song. I was just into it. Yeah. That one came out in 19, 1983. Okay. So, so it near the yeah, kind of seventies, early eighties vibe, yeah. So number eleven I did From Russia to From Russia with Love. Um, which the version we were supposed to listen to was by Matt Monroe. Okay, um, yes. I also didn't listen to it until like an hour ago. That's fine. But I was just going based off the instrumental version. I actually really like the arrangement. And I think that you get to hear a lot of, like, the James Bond, like, signature elements, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because there's no words to focus on, so you hear a lot more of the background. Right. But it's also hard to compare that to musical. Like, I didn't think I could rank it higher just because it's hard to compare it to songs that have lyrics. Right. So, number 10, I did Moonraker by Shirley Bassey. And I'm pretty sure this movie takes place in space. I think they go to the moon, right? And the theme, that theme feels very, like, earth like, mysterious. Um, and I just liked the way it flowed, because it kind of felt pretty different from the other ballads. And I'm wondering if they were trying to go for that, like, kind of, like, space, you know, like, floaty kind of feeling. So that, that's why I liked it personally, myself. Yeah, it's interesting... Because we don't have a lot of context for a lot of these songs. Exactly. Yeah. So we're listening to it. Right. We're just listening to it from how it sounds to our ears. But that's true. If you think about the, if if you watch it in a movie, it might change completely. So I mean, right. You know. Um, Number ten, I did "No Time to Die," which is by, uh, Billie Eilish, Mm -hmm. which is the newest song for the movie that hasn't come out yet. Um, I actually really like this song. I think it's a good song. I just think it sounds more of like Haunted than mm-hmm. it does like Action Spy. But it was interesting because I was I was going to put it lower and then I kept hearing these little instrumentation choices they made that kind of put me back into the song. Mm-hmm. It's also like hard because, you know, you're looking at a song from 2020 compared to ones that came out in like the 60s. Right. It's a really big time frame and it's hard to kind of compare those songs so that's why I kind of just put it mid, mid-pack mid right yeah. now. So for number nine, I did We Have All the Time in the World by Louis Armstrong, which you put pretty low on your list. Um, I think the reason why... Well, one, I, Louis Armstrong, I mean, he's, you know, it's him. <laughs> I Let me see if I can do my voice still. Oh, yeah. Do you think you can do it? I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. I can't do it. You can do it. Be really good at it I <laughs> see. Okay, okay, I'll stop. Anyways, um, this was kind of another one that felt like kind of like light and airy, and you know, I just liked the. I just liked the song in general. Uh, I agree. It pre- doesn't necessarily sound like a theme, but I just liked it. That's fair. I think because we kind of are doing two different how we viewed our lists which is kind of interesting to see how varied we are because of that mm-hmm. and just personal choice honestly because part of it is me trying to judge like is this a song that i could actually listen to as part of it you know mm-hmm. does it stand this test of time but also does it seem to work as a theme right so number nine i did another way to die by alicia keys and jack white i do agree with you But I think out of all the songs that took a little more risk and were a little more ambitious, I think this is the one that actually worked in the most... It worked, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think that, like, it definitely sounds like a James Bond theme with the background music. Yeah. The voices were a little bit... I don't know if it was just because their voices don't necessarily work together that well, maybe? Yeah. It got a little bit weird at times, but I think I'm giving them like props for doing an, a little bit more of an ambitious theme, and yeah. it to me paying off a little bit more than like Madonna's did, for example. Right. I can yeah I can understand that. Um. So in number eight, I did the Living Daylights by Aha, and I would agree that that and the Duran Duran song have a lot of similarities in the type and style of music. But I feel like I like this one a lot more because it kind of starts with almost, like, a harpsichord, like, haunting kind of sound and builds up into this kind of more, like, contemporary, like, rock. And I feel like that, I, I, again, is kind of, like, ties in with this, like, action element. Um, which, I mean, 80s movies were all about mm-hmm. the action, you know? So I think it worked better than the other one did. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so number eight, I did uh, You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Um, I've also seen the movie that this one was in and it does it definitely matches that movie well and I think it's a little too angsty for me at times (laughs) (laughs) but I also think that it makes sense as a James Bond theme song yeah I mean there's lots of angst in those movies as well it was also 2006 right which was just a very angsty time for everyone I mean yes that's true so for number seven i went with no time to die by Billie eilish and i agree um i think it the musical composition and like her style work really well together i could agree i guess the problem is the movie hasn't come out so you can't really judge how it ties in as a theme really but as a song in general um i just liked the way it was it was done i think it was done pretty well right Seven, right? Okay, so number seven, yeah, seven. I went with Skyfall by okay. Adele. Um, I think that of, like, the more modern songs that have come from James Bond movies, this is probably the best done. Mm-hmm. It's the one to me that sounds the most like it should be a theme. And it's obviously very, like, I feel like Adele fits that theme well. Oh, yeah. Like, she can do that type of song well in a way that, like, Cheryl Crow couldn't. Right. I just think that at times it's, like, trying to be spyish, but it's not necessarily getting all the way there. Like, it, it gets, like, 80% of the way there, and then it, like, pulls back, and it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, if if she could have just, like, or not she, because she probably didn't compose the whole thing. No. But if they could have just made a couple more changes, I think it probably would have been, like, in my top three. Just, I mean, plus it's, it's Adele. Right. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it's Adele. It's yeah. Adele. But, um, so yeah. for number, number six I did Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith and I put those two really close together because I feel like they share a lot of the same elements. They're both very like slow and like quiet vocals. Like it's not like a big ballad. It's like more contained. And again I haven't really seen a lot of the modern movies so I can't speak to say if that fits the theme. But I did like it. I also just like Sam Smith in general. Also, right. you're telling me that this sounds like Latch. You said, I only hear Sam Smith songs. No, like, because I've been listening to Too Good at Goodbyes for, like, okay. a million days in a row. Okay, that's fair. So I'm just in a Sam Smith kick. And so I think, like, if I were listening to a Sam Smith playlist and this song came on, it would just, like, flow in with the rest. Yes. Which I don't know that you necessarily want as, like, a movie theme song is, is, was kind of my point, I guess. Right. Okay. So number six... I did The World is Not Enough by Garbage. This song is not garbage. It sounds very much spy theme-ish. It fits the mood. It's a bit more of like a rock song, which I don't know what... I haven't seen the movie this is from, so it'd be interesting to see if it kind of fits that theme, but I actually thought the song was really cool, and I wasn't necessarily expecting a lot from it. Um, so for number five, I did Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney. I thought about putting this higher but this is almost the one where i decided that i don't think it's necessarily a theme like it feels like a theme because this song i've heard before like i've heard this on the radio Mm -hmm. i put this on spotify playlist this is a song i'm familiar with and i really like the song but i was trying to think of it in the context of it being a theme and it didn't necessarily fit for me but i still really like it which is why i put it number five um, but I thought about putting it higher, but that's so what held me back. We have our first match. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so I also have Live and Let Die. I think of all the, like, James Bond theme songs, this would be one of the most popular, like, well-known yeah. outside of, like, the James Bond world. Because for a long time, I didn't even know that this was mm-hmm. a theme. I just right. thought it was a song that he did, you know, post-feels. Right. I actually, like, I love the part where, like, right in the middle, it breaks down. It's just instruments. Yeah, I love yeah, that part just, too. It's got, like, I a agree. really big band feel to it at times. Yes, it does have a very and I big think, band feel. I, I I agree. I think at times it doesn't really sound like a theme song, but I think there's certain aspects of it, that part where it breaks down, that actually do make it a good theme song. And it's hard. I think there's a bit of bias there. Yeah. Um. Just because I love Paul McCartney. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought so as well for myself. But <laughs> I, I do think it's a good song. So I'm going to disagree with you. Um, your disrespect to Gladys Knight. <laughs> I have some disagreements with you. So I know. Um, so number four, I did License to Kill by Gladys Knight. And I really like this song. I think the reason why I like it is because I think this is maybe the best like old type like ballad of, of the ballads, I think this is the best, like, kind of, like, older style ballad, because it, it builds, it's very, like, again, it's kind of, like, no, I, I can agree with you that it does feel like, you know, the end credits of an 80s movie, but also, I mean, maybe this one came out in the 80s, so it, it fits the, you know, the theme. I bet it didn't, it probably came out in, like, the 70s. It came out in 89. Oh, see, okay, yeah, so, it fits the theme of the 80s, um, but also she's just a great singer, and I liked the power ballad. It worked for me. I mean, I, I just said I'd like Laddie's Night kill me. Like, I yeah. love <laughs> Laddie's Night, so I felt bad about it, but... Yeah, I guess that's how I felt about the Tina Turner one, where I was like, I hated myself for how I had to do it. yeah. I mean, my, like, top three or four, you had really low down in your list. My, I mean, yeah, mine as well. You Which I kind of, of figured we might have really different lists. Yeah, um, it's just kind of personal preference, right? So number four, I did "Diamonds Are Forever" by Shirley Bassey. Mm-hmm. She has really good vocals, I think, and I'm not familiar with her, any of her music. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, either. She did three of the. She did. She's a person who's done the most James Bond theme songs. Yes, but it definitely has a spy feel to it. The vocals work really well, and it's like. It's not my favorite because I do have one of her songs higher. Mm -hmm. But I think that because I disliked Moonraker so much. That's fair. (laughs) The fact that I like this one, I think it moved it even higher up maybe. Okay. That's fair. So number three, I Have Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. And I hate that you said it sounds like the Family Reunion song i just think it's a really good song like i was thrown off i wasn't expecting to like it as much as i did um i just really like the way it flows it's very like i don't know i just like carly simon in general um as a singer from from like the 70s kind of you know mm-hmm. era like 60s 70s but it's just gotta of like, this like slow like piano melody it reminds me of like a nightclub like it feels like a kind of like a nightclub feel and I don't know I don't know the context of the movie but I will hope that there's like a piano jazz club like it feels like a jazz club I guess is the way I would put it um and I just like I liked the song because it sounded pretty different from this is one of the ones that kind of sounded relatively different from ones we had heard before and it it worked for me yeah I mean I love Carly Simon too (laughs) like it's just the way I was viewing it was if it fits yes. as a as a theme, and yeah. it's hard if I haven't seen the movie, so... Yeah. Um, number three, I went with Goldeneye by Tina Turner. Or as you've said before, Tima Turner, yes. I believe. I this, did say that, yes. I will say, though, this was the most conflicted I felt about any of the songs on this list. Because it has the Bond elements, and I love Tina Turner's voice, but at times it didn't work. It just didn't, but... I think just like my love for Tina Turner and it having those elements that got my ear to listen, maybe, maybe put it third. And I don't know if that's fair, but it's my list, so I can do whatever I want. That's fair. So, number two, I did Skyfall by Adele. Um, and I would agree that Adele is like, they picked a song that fit her vocals. Like, th- I was gonna talk about the Cheryl Crow thing, but you already mentioned it, that, like, mm-hmm. how we mentioned it just didn't fit her voice. Like, they made a song that fit her vocal range. Um, and it's probably biased because I heard it so much, you know, when it came out. So it's, it's fresher and, you know, um, a song I've heard before. But I just, like, really like her vocals and the way it builds and like the elements I think work pretty well for me personally. That's fair. Number two I went with Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey um (laughs) which you had really low. Yeah I didn't like it. So there's one specific part that's the only reason the song is as high as it is. Okay. So there's a part I was getting kind of like the song was very slow. There's a part where it picks up and it does the da 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 Like the James Bond, Mm -hmm. like signature James Bond. And I was like, I have to respect that. I have to take that into consideration because if I'm doing my whole list based off how I feel it fits in like a spy like theme song, I have to pick the songs that are the example of what it should sound like. So for number one, I did The World Is Not Enough by Garbage. And you would be correct. The song is not garbage. I really like this song I think it works on a lot of levels it's almost you said it's like kind of got a rock feel to it and it's really melancholy and it's very like dramatic and over the top and the the vocals are very you know slow and kind of haunting and I think there's just a lot of elements that work really well together in this and unexpectedly work really well together yeah number one I did Thunderball by tom jones which you did not put anywhere near the top of your list i put it in the middle i said it was fine so just you know for my list this is like the cookie cutter example of a james bond theme song Mm -hmm. like as soon as i heard it i was like this i can picture in any james bond movie because it it had so many of the elements like at time mimicked the theme song the main theme song um, but yeah, I just think that this song to me is like, if I were going to show someone in a hundred years, Barry I'm still alive in a hundred years. I mean, you'd be 152, so I don't think it would. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know, I'd be 124. Maybe 152. Whatever. Um, this is the song I would show him as to like what James Bond, what the whole thing was about. Okay. Fair. Yeah that's james bond yes we did it i guess we have to run through our list don't we oh god (laughs) i'm not saying who saying them i'm just gonna okay you can go first okay so i have goldfinger you only live twice another way to die fair's eyes only the man with the golden (laughs) gun (laughs) you you did this to me from Russia with Love, A View to Kill, Tomorrow Never Dies, Die Another Day, GoldenEye, Thunderball, Diamonds Are Forever, You Know My Name, All Time High, Moonraker, We Have All the Time in the World, The Living Daylights, No Time to Die, Ratings on the Wall, Live and Let Die, License to Kill, Nobody Does It Better, Skyfall, The World Is Not Enough. Okay, and then I had For Your Eyes Only, We Have All the Time in the World, Nobody Does It Better, Moonraker, You Only Live Twice. Die Another Day, All Time High, A View to Kill, The Living Daylights, Tomorrow Never Dies, The Man with the Golden Gun, Writings on the Wall, License to Kill, From Russia with Love, No Time to Die, Another Way to Die, You Know My Name, Skyfall, The World is Not Enough, Live and Let Die, Diamonds Are Forever, Goldeneye, Finger and then Thunderball. Nice. That, that was interesting. Yeah. You know, I thought it would they'd be very different just because it's, it's a topic we're both not familiar with. Mm-hmm. And also our, if any of our lists are going to be different, it's always music. Because yes. music is very subjective. No, that's fair. Because I feel like there's a lot of music in general that we both enjoy, mm-hmm. but I also feel like we have a lot of variety in music as well. Right and with this one too i feel like our list the way we were thinking about it we weren't coming at it from the same angle mm-hmm. which means that they were going to be different yeah for the most part but it's interesting i mean i don't know i think this was a good way to do james bond without actually having to sit and watch all <laughs> 24 because i cannot imagine sitting and watching every single one of these movies yeah i couldn't do it
1: i've heard the many. one where they go
0: to the moon is just like batshit crazy <laughs> just like insane um but yeah i mean if anybody wants to send us their favorite james bond theme song go ahead we have our email our instagram and our twitter you can hit us up yep Or follow us on there yeah if you want to or not call no pressure us. beep us if you want to reach us yep whenever, whenever you need me favorite spies can possible we should have added Kim Possible's theme to this list. <sighs> she would have been number one. And totally spies. Yeah. Yeah. Number one and two right there. Um, But yeah, so I think that's probably it for this episode. Yeah, I think so. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching Research Rank Repeat.